This is Live All Talk on stress and the holidays. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at United Point Health, St. Luke's Hospital, Cedar Rapids. Joining me today is Teresa Minert uh, from the Abbey Center to discuss the stress that goes along with the holidays. You know, I just have to show up and eat. Basically, that's my uh, duty during the holidays, so it works pretty well for me. But I know this can be a very stressful time. This can be certainly be a time where I think I think I think the great is uh, Christmas vacation, Teresa, where, it, you know, the whole thing is Clark Griswold is trying to live up to this expectation that is perhaps unrealistic. And I think there's an element of truth in that comedy. Don't you agree that 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 happens? So what are some common holiday stressors that you're aware of that you see in patients? Absolutely. I hear people talking about a lot of different stressors, often related to realistic expectations, but kind of getting down there a little bit. I think there's stress about family conflict. Um, specific to people we don't usually interact with, but at the holidays, we're all expected to really get along with, and there may be underlying conflict there. Um, being out of routines, you know, we're not in school, the hours at work are different. Travel, travel has its own set of stressors, regardless of the reason. Financial, gift giving, meals, um, but all of it really, uh, not all, but much of it has to do with realistic expectations. Um, recognizing that no one's holiday looks like the last 15 minutes of a Hallmark movie. It just doesn't. Um, but it can be hard to remember that when you're in the thick of it. I think you're so right. I think that's, I think that's good. Just life advice mm -hmm. period. Yeah. But you know, that is certainly true this time of year Absolutely. Uh, because we all have that, uh, expectation. You know, what, one of the other stressors that I would want to get your opinion on, and I've thought about this is that First Christmas after you, you lose a loved one. Yeah. And so you may have gone through the grieving process. You're six months away from it, but now it's Christmas. What Tell us how to approach that if you're a yeah. patient. I think keeping in mind that the first, the first firsts are the hardest. The first Christmas, the first birthday. Um, it can go on beyond that, but certainly it's the hardest. And so one of the things is that there's this push and pull between I want to remember this person and I want to share that with other people, but that stirs up emotion. And a lot of our traditions are around who we share that table with, who we share those gifts with. And when somebody's not there, it becomes really obvious in ways that that isn't always obvious day to day. So I think the most important thing we can do is just identify it and normalize it. It's normal to miss people at the holidays, whether it's the first year or the 50th year but especially in those early years and really finding ways to share the good memories and, and to allow yourself a little bit of grief um, because it's normal. It's just normal. That's, that's good advice. I think, you know, that have realistic expectations that that is just hammered that because I, I, I think my wife would say that Dustin, you are someone that has unrealistic expectations for things like that. And that's true. Not to the degree of Clark Griswold, of course, but, but, I think that's true. I think that's true. I think I'm a victim of that sometimes. I set the, uh, you know, think it's going to be a lifetime movie, and it's yeah. not. It's not. I think, too, part of it has is reflective of our culture. We work so much, and we work so hard. And so we find these times where we're going to jam all the happy and goodness into these three days, and it's going to balance out the whole rest of the year. And it just doesn't work that way. And so we end up you know, kind of creating scenarios where it's actually harder than it needs to be, where if we just take a breath and say, 
you know, this is probably going to be a really nice weekend, but there's going to be some bumps. But overall, this is it is what it is and it's good. You know? Well, that segues into the next. Uh, I mean, I think you've given a, the appropriate advice that I'll, I'll take to heart is, you know, keep it realistic. But what are some other coping mechanisms that you recommend to patients to, to deal with the stress? Absolutely. I think one of the things is to break things down. When we consider, if especially for people in the family, there tend to be the organizers, the cruise directors, the people who are setting up all this thing, all these things. And I think, you know, breaking things into small lists, delegating tasks, not feeling like just because you've always done everything doesn't mean that it always has to be that way. Um, living within your means is a big part, yeah. I think, of the holidays. You know, what we'd like to be able to do for our kids and, and the table spread and whatnot. Um, we cause ourselves more stress if we're worried about whether or not a check is going to clear um, or those kinds of things. So I, I think living within our means and then hitting the basics. Um, eat before you drink. Um, if, if cocktail hour tends to be with appetizers, I strongly encourage people to drink some water and have your first beverage when you get to the meal. Um, yes, midnight mass is beautiful for a lot of families, but make sure then you give yourself a little bit of extra time to get some sleep at some point um, so that you're not running on fumes. Um, but really just self-care, I think, is a lot of this. That's that's great advice. Um, yeah, you don't want to be the drunken uncle at the, no. uh, you know, the Christmas party. No, no. See, but I think, Teresa, though, that's the drunken uncle is usually at Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then yeah. by by the time Christmas rolls around, the the aunt has put an it quash to it, and either they don't Absolutely. come over or he's just sure. drinking ice water all night. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Could be. But even I think too, for people that um don't usually have a lot of alcohol, the holidays can catch you off guard. And and again, um really those kinds of things, getting a meal in, if you're going to a company party eat something before you leave. Um, there's nothing like feeling uncomfortable when you're already kind of nervous about the people you're interacting with because it's a social thing, but it's really work-related. Um, just really paying attention to the basics and taking care of ourselves during that time um, is is important and, and is a good coping skill. Good, good advice. Well, you know, we can't have a podcast without talking about COVID, it seems, and that <laughs> COVID's not going away. No. So, Setting the kind of the medical infectious disease aside, there's obviously some stress with uh, whether or not I can imagine there's stress that, okay, people are going to bring COVID in my house mm -hmm. or I'm susceptible and I'm going to go there and get COVID, you know, and, uh, you know, the, the cousins, they're anti-vaxxers and I know they're not going to be vaccinated with the exception of just simple avoidance. Yeah. What are some other coping mechanisms patients could use? For sure. I think one of the most important things during this time of COVID is just to really kind of stick to facts. You know, we can really get wrapped up in who's an anti-vaxxer and, and who's a snowflake and wants to live in a bubble and kind of those, those inflammatory um, stereotypes, they're just not helpful. And so if we can, if we can kind of reel that in a little bit and just say, so this is uh, what we need um, to be healthy. And it might mean, and again, I think part of this is being being flexible and having realistic expectations. If there are some people in your family that are have um, compromised immune systems or are higher risk, maybe you're going to have two things. Maybe you're going to have a Christmas event and then you're going to do something smaller on New Year's Eve. 
Um, and it, it doesn't mean that it's less than, it just means that it's different and trying to find value in whatever you do, um, I think is important, um, specific to the emotional strain of COVID. Um, you know, anytime you get a lot of family together, there's a lot of opinions in the room. And I think as a culture, we've got quite a bit of polarization right now. And so another tip could be to make some decisions about if if there seems to be an exchange that isn't going anywhere, that isn't going to end well, you know, kind of people saying, hey, we're, we're supposed to be having a good time today. Let's let's check that at the door and and try and do this other thing instead. And and when we take a more kind of neutral approach to having those conversations, then you can talk about things like, you know, mom and dad really can't be around people that are high risk because they're high risk or those kinds of things. And just having upfront conversations that aren't name calling and you're awful and I'm right. And that's how we go. Right. That's that's great. And I, I you know, it, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's uh, it's time to put differences aside, you know, and uh, sometimes if you know, if you can once you learn how to fake it, you can make it. Isn't that the uh, same? Yes. So. If a listener is dealing with added stress during the holiday season, can they schedule an appointment with your team at the Abbey Center? Absolutely. Um, we are in multiple counties. Our Lane County office is 319-398-3562. And if you call this office, we can help connect you with the location closest to your home. Um, oftentimes, uh, you know, just talking with a neutral third party can be really nice. Yeah. Um, certainly we have uh, some of the reason that, that the holidays can be really stressful is because it's a lot of family and it's a lot of together. And that's a beautiful thing, um, but it can be really stressful. And so that that kind of neutral third party as a sounding board can be helpful um, in making both the holidays and the rest of the year go smoother. Yeah. And I, I still just departing advice, you know, keep it realistic. Keep it realistic. Uh, yeah. don't, don't think you have to match a Hallmark or Lifetime movie. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's, right. that's great. Well, this has been Teresa Minert. Uh, this is really great information. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this uh, topic. Again, that was uh, Teresa Graham Minert, Associate Executive Director of Abbey Mental Health Center. For more information, visit unipoint.org backslash Abbey Health. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.